we weren't going to come out with something that we didn't want to put our name on. Um, and, and I mean, it, it's as good as grandma makes, uh, you know, and, and I, I, I stand behind it. It's, they're fantastic. Each one of them. And you suffered through this process. I mean, tasting all this cornbread, sampling all this cornbread. Oh, it was, it was horrible. It was, you should have seen us. Woe is us. You know, it was bad. So we, you know, we had a great time. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jeremy. And we are the authors of Where Should We Camp Next? And Where Should We Camp Next? National Parks. This season, we are back with a brand new RV and brand new adventures. Join us now as we cover the best campgrounds, the best rigs, the best food, and the best gear to bring with you when you go. So pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire. This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. Today, I'm excited to have back on the show my friend Chris Stubblefield, a.k.a. Chef Chris, a.k.a. Test Kitchen Chris, from Lodge Cast Iron. Chris was on the show four years ago when Lodge debuted their Blacklock collection of skillets and Dutch ovens, and I've been wanting to have him back on ever since. And fall is a great time for talking about cast iron cooking, for talking about skillets, talking about using Dutch ovens at the campground. So this is a terrific episode with Chris. We're going to break it into three segments. In segment one, he's going to share some of his basics for building a camp kitchen using pieces from Lodge Cast Iron. He's going to give us his six or seven favorite pieces to use at the campground, all made by Lodge. And these are all terrific pieces, all very affordable. In the second uh, segment, he's going to come back and we're going to talk about six great recipes for fall camping. And these are all recipes from Lodge Cast Iron, and we will link to them in the show notes at the RVAtlas.com. In the third segment, Chris is going to come back and talk about what's new at Lodge Cast Iron. They have some new sear blends, they have some new cornbread mixes, and he's going to talk about the, the Lodge Museum of Cast Iron, which sounds amazing. And Chris also has a coupon code just for RV Atlas listeners, it's perfect for getting some holiday gifts, even though it's a little bit early for that. It's Lodge RV Atlas 23. That will get you $10 off a $50 or more purchase. That's a 20% off coupon if you spend 50 bucks. That's a great coupon code. Again, that's Lodge RV Atlas 23 for $10 off a $50 or more purchase. I'm super excited to call, uh, to talk to Chef Chris and to talk all things camp cooking and uh, Dutch ovens and skillets and Lodge Cast Iron. But before we dive into the show, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. Our family has been staying at Jellystone Park locations for 12 years. There are more than 75 Jellystone Park locations across the United States and Canada, and each one is unique, but our kids love them all because each Jellystone Park location has fun attractions like pools, water slides, splash grounds, mini golf, laser tag, and jumping pillows. Plus, there are tons of activities all day and all night long, such as foam parties, dance parties, wagon rides, tie-dye, and movie nights. They even have themed weekends like Chocolate Lovers Weekend, Christmas in July, and Halloween weekends in the fall. Of course, we can't forget the fun of hanging out with Yogi Bear, Boo Boo, and Cindy Bear. And at Jellystone Park, you can stay in your RV or enjoy one of their awesome glamping accommodations as many of their locations offer luxury cabins, yurts, 
covered wagons, and more. Make Jellystone Park a part of your family's vacation in 2023 because it's not just a campground. It's a Jellystone Park. To learn more and to book your vacation today, visit JellystonePark.com. That's JellystonePark.com. And please, don't forget to tell Yogi Bear that Jeremy and Stephanie said hello. Hello, Chef Chris Stubblefield from Lodge Cast Iron. How are you doing, my friend? I'm great. Thanks for having me back on the show. It's been four years. You were on four years ago when Lodge debuted the Blacklock collection. I'll link to that in the show notes, and that's been a, a growing collection. Um, but it's been quite some time, so I want to reintroduce you to the RV Atlas audience. So, so tell us how you got into cooking, and tell us like what you did before you started uh, working at Lodge. Um, yeah, so my journey to cast iron started uh, fairly young. Um, my mother raised two boys by herself, so uh, rather than leave us in the other room, she uh, she had us stir a, a skillet. Um, so I think that, you know, left to our own devices, I probably wouldn't be here today. Um, so I stood on a kitchen table uh, or a kitchen counter, stirred a skillet in diapers. So um, I still consider myself a uh, recovering over stirrer from that point. Um, so, um, from then, you know, I worked in restaurants, um, growing up a lot, uh, studied communication in college, um, had several jobs, um, before something opened up at, uh, in Lodge's product development team. Um, and that was basically, um, project management, basically, uh, you know, we did a lot of, uh, of, uh, cookware projects and, uh, accessories and things like that. Um, but, you know, as, as things developed and as, as we got, um, them in the hands of, uh, of real world people, we uh, we noticed that we wouldn't get um, the same feedback, right? You know, everybody's like, great. You know, I loved it. You know, like, what, what did you love about it? Right. And they're like, well, it was cast iron. So we wanted to formalize that process. That pretty much turned into a job uh, running our test kitchen here at Lodge. Um, and then that has kind of evolved over the years um, to become the Lodge's first chef. That sounds kind of like a pretty awesome job, man. Like I'm thinking you love waking up in the morning and heading to lodge to just like play with all the toys, right? Yeah, it's absolutely a dream come true. Um, you know, I work with some really talented people, uh, some of the hardworkingest folks in uh, in America, and uh, and we we all really love what we do. We get to be around cast iron cookware all day. Love it. So we're gonna do three segments. We're gonna do a segment on building a camp kitchen with Lodge. And I asked you just like, you know, what are some of your favorite pieces that someone might want to consider for getting started and building their own camp kitchen? Then we're going to come back and you're going to give us like six, an overview of like six awesome recipes for fall camping for, for any time of year, but for fall camping. And we'll link to those recipes in the show notes if you want like the precise recipe, but you're just going to give us like a fun overview. And then the third segment, we're going to come back at the end and you're going to talk about some new products that Lodge has out and also talk about the Lodge Museum, which I'm excited to hear about. And I really, really, truly want to come visit. So let's dive in to building a camp kitchen and getting started with Lodge Cast Iron and some of your favorite pieces. So, you know, for me anyway, it starts with a skillet, right? So what is your go-to skillet when you're cooking at the campground? So uh, I would definitely say that the 12 inch cast iron skillet tried and true lodge cast iron skillet is, uh, is my favorite piece. Um, it's at home on the campfire or at your kitchen range, um, you throw it on your grill, um, you know, and everywhere in between, just don't stick it in the microwave. Um, you know, or the dishwasher. Seen, or, yeah. Yeah. Dishwasher as well. Uh, that's a no, no. 
uh, around here. But, um, you know, this, I mean, it's the most versatile piece, I think, um, just in that, you know, it pretty much makes anything that you want to make uh, and it makes it better. Now, are you a 12 inch skillet guy because you have kids? Because like I often think as the like the most iconic is like the 10.25 and I, I would guess it's your best selling. So when you put the 12 inch there, I was like, OK, this guy's cooking a lot of food for a lot of people. Um, yeah, that's that's accurate. Um, I uh, the ten point two five inch cast iron skillet is also uh, another favorite of mine. Um, but I just think that like having that little bit of a little bit more room at the campsite just makes it a little bit more of a versatile piece. If you've got you know less people that you're feeding, the ten and a quarter inch is uh, is, is a game changer. Um, but yeah, I've got three little kids uh, and a wife, and uh, you can tell by the way that I look, I like to eat. Um, so uh, yeah, it's just. Uh, I go with the 12 inch over the 10 and a quarter if I'm camping. Um, just, just you know, if I want to make dinner on it that night and then the next morning want to do steak and eggs or something, um, something simple like steak and eggs, <laughs> uh, then yeah. I posted in our RV Atlas Facebook group like a couple weeks ago that that I thought the Lodge 10.25 for under 20 bucks at a lot of places is the best value for any piece of camping gear, period. In America, and I got like massive response of people like, yeah, absolutely. So, and and the twelve inch isn't too much more, you know, maybe thirty bucks or whatever, depending on where you get it. So these are also great values in terms of starting a camp kitchen. If you're doing a, a camp kitchen on a budget, Lodge is a good place to go for that. Now, yeah, your your next piece is the three point two quart combo cooker. Now, I have never owned this. I think I see it at Target all the time when I'm looking at Lodge stuff. Why, why do you d describe what this is and tell us why you like this for a starter piece in a camp kitchen? Yeah, so um, the combo cooker is great, especially when space is limited. Um, so what that is is it's a deep skillet. Um, it's a little over three quarts, three point two quarts. Um, so, you know, you can do your soups and stews um, in it, but the lid that, that uh, sets on the top um, is uh, it doubles as a skillet as well. So you get kind of two pieces for one, um, you know, all in, in kind of a packaged, uh, you know, succinct footprint. Um, so I really like it um, just just because, you know, I, I know space is limited often when you're camping um, and, you know, just being able to have a lid and um, or, you know, uh you can you can really do a lot with it especially the 3.2 quarts so if you at you know if you were an rv owner in a very small rv you could hypothetically skip getting a 12 inch skillet or a 10 inch skillet and go with this combo cooker completely um you know and uh if you're feeding a little uh, more people in 3.2 quarts uh you know seems like a little small to you we also have a double dutch oven the difference between those uh they're functionally the same the difference between that would be um the double Dutch oven is a five quart, um, so it's a little bigger and it has dual handles. Um, so it doesn't have the traditional stick handle that you're used to. Uh, the combo cooker does. And I like that. Um, I just feel like it's a little bit um, easier to handle, especially on you know, campfires and like that. So um, it's the 3.2 quart. Awesome. Now you have a carbon steel piece as one of your favorites here. Um, and like, like, I want to get this. This is one of the things that you have here in the notes that I, again, that I don't have. This one looks really appealing to me. So it's the 15 inch carbon steel dual handle pan. Tell us what you love about this one. And then also, you know, comment on the difference between carbon steel and cast iron. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I would think any of the carbon steel pieces are going to be great around the campfire. Um, you know, it's uh, the the heft. Um, you know, it's they're they're quite a bit lighter. Um, the carbon steel uh, dual handle and the fifteen inch carbon steel skillet um, is is amazing. Um, it's basically uh, a paella pan. So if you're familiar with paella, um, we you know we went out, we set out to design a pan that was uh, it was a paella pan that was more durable and versatile. Um, and we had a meeting with our former CEO, uh, he was the CEO at the time, Bob Kellerman. Uh, and I remember five minutes into the meeting of, of us calling it a paella pan. He was like, we're not calling it a paella pan. We're going to call it a 15 inch carbon steel skillet because the camping community is going to rally behind this piece. Um, and they did, uh, you know, it's, it's quite popular. Um, and, uh, actually the New York times did an article on it many, many years ago and they, called it the 15 inch carbon steel skillet. And then they said, but we're going to call it spade to spade. This is a paella pan. And the rest okay. of the time they, they referred to it as such. And the dual handle, obviously, so it's 15 inch. So it's, it's larger, like compared mm -hmm. to like a 10 inch skillet or something like that. So the, the dual handles are just to deal with the, the potential weight of it, depending on your cooking, what you're cooking, right? It makes it easy to kind of move and maneuver with, with obviously gloves on or something like that when it's hot. Yeah, absolutely. They're riveted on. Um, it's all carbon steel. Um, so, I mean, it's a, it's a substantial piece. And, you know, the uh, the loop handles are, are fairly large, so you can get an oven mitt or, uh, you know, hand protection around it really easily. Um, but, yeah, uh, it definitely helps you maneuver it around the campfire. Um, talk, just talk a little bit more, too, about carbon steel, because I know that you guys have a, a variety of carbon steel products. It's relatively new to me. Uh, you know, a lot of you... Uh, of our listeners are going to really think of Lodge as, as cast iron, obviously, for, for generations. Um, what's the appeal with the carbon steel? Uh, I like to say that uh, carbon steel is cast iron's first cousin. Um, so um, a, a, I, I always need to compare them when I'm talking about them. Um, so cast iron to me is like your tried and true John Deere tractor. Um, and, uh, and our carbon steel skillets uh, are like a zero degree lawnmower. Um, they're both going to get the job done and they both have, you know, very, uh, very specific things that they can do really well, uh, but they also have lots of similarities. Um, so the carbon steel is definitely going to be a lighter piece. Um, you take care of it exactly the same. So if you're familiar with seasoning a skillet, then you're familiar with seasoning a carbon steel piece. Um, the carbon steel is going to react quicker to changes in heat. Um, so, uh, you know, if uh, if you turn down the heat on a cast iron skillet, oftentimes it, that that heat retention is going to keep that skillet nice and hot. Um, a, a a carbon steel skillet is going to be much more reactive um, to that. So there are definitely you know positives to that, and and there are drawbacks as well. Um, the cast iron is going to have the better heat retention. So you know you drop a steak in there or your food, um, you're not going to have those temp drops. So you're going to you're going to keep searing that piece of meat um, or, or whatever, you know, whatever you're making at that point. Um, you know, it's just going to hold on to that heat better. Um, but, you know, they both do, you know, incredible sear on, on pretty much anything they do. The only other difference that I can think of um, off the top of my head would be that uh, a lot of our cast iron skillets have lids um, and we don't we don't offer lids for our carbon steel pieces. So if you're in the market and need a lid then uh, I'd go towards the cast iron. This seems super appealing to me at that 15 inch size though, because it's, it's lighter. So that that's definitely intriguing to me. 
Now, you can't talk about Lodge cast iron and camping and a camp kitchen without just talking about a straight up Dutch oven. And, you know, Lodge offers a lot of different Dutch ovens, you know, and I'm still sort of a Dutch oven novice. It's it's not an area. It's an area I would like to grow in and become better in. And like when I go to Lodge's site, like I'm almost overwhelmed by the choices for Dutch ovens, you know. Um, so which one would you recommend for somebody's starter camp kitchen for, for you know, for camping? Um, so, um, one of the things that I love about a a camp Dutch oven, um, is, you know, it's creating a, uh, an oven, if you will. Um, we've got a 12 inch six quart camp Dutch oven. Um, and I feel like, you know, when I'm cooking over a campfire, um, I'm oftentimes feeding a lot more folks. So if you're not doing that, you can go with a smaller size. I feel like the six quart to me is, uh, is, you know, is right on, on the money for, for what I want it to do. Um, aesthetically, if you're looking at the piece, it's going to take you to like the Oregon trail or like covered wagons, if you will, um, their feet on the bottom, um, that allow the Dutch oven to set off the coals. So you can have that airflow. Um, it's got a flatter lid. Um, so, and there's a, there's a lip around the lid. Basically that just holds charcoal better. So you can turn that, uh, you know, that deep skillet, you know, or, or, you know, if you're, if you're using it, you know, for open cooking, you can turn that into an oven, do roast chicken. Um, first thing I ever had, uh, in a camp Dutch oven, it's a Boy Scout trip and we made a uh, cobbler and it blew my mind that we were able to do that out there. So, um, that's, that's just where my head goes uh, when, I, when I think about Dutch oven. And it's so perfect for fall too, right? You can cook year round on, on Lodge cast iron, obviously, but it is a very strong association for me, a crisp fall days. And I feel like a lot of camp cooks, like in the summer, just want to like get the job done quickly and feed people. I feel like in the fall, people want to linger over the cooking process. And it's it's more part of a ritual of camping. And and the cast iron and the Dutch oven and cobblers are like so perfect for fall camping. Like I want to be camping with you right now and eating some cobbler. I told, I'm totally with you. But another th- great thing about them, I feel like, um, you know, is you can go low and slow. And so, you know, there's not a whole lot of active cooking time. Um, you know, you can set the, the camp, uh, the camp Dutch oven, you know, over the coals and, and set it and forget it and come back to it later and have, you know, um, braised chicken or, or what have you, you know, and, and all we've done is we made our fire, we threw some ingredients in it, and then we you know, hung out with our friends for a little while while you know, this, the, the, you know, Camp Dutch Oven was doing all the work for us. That's a great, that's a great point, right? Is that the Dutch oven cooking a lot and the low and slow allows for lingering, allows for having, you know, uh, maybe a couple of drinks with friends around the campfire, relaxing a little bit. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's social, right? It's a social cooking mm-hmm. device because it, you got to take your time with it. You guys have a great resource that I will link to. So Lodge has a free digital cookbook called Camp Dutch Oven 101. And I believe I have the print version of that. And that is going to get into like how to manage the charcoal too. And right, mm-hmm. that that's that book that's going to tell you, you know, how much charcoal to use for what temperature, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, just rule of thumb, you know, two thirds of the charcoal goes on top of the oven. If you're trying to create a, an oven environment and one third goes below. Um, because you know heat rises, so you need more heat on top to create that that oven environment. But yeah, it's going to have tips and tricks, um, and it's going to have heat charts, um, you know, simple recipes, um, you know, to to spur your imagination. 
Yeah. And, you know, to just give some kudos to you guys, like I, I like companies that don't just sell the product, but, but educate uh, their owners and their potential owners about how to use the products. And Lodge has just done a terrific job of educating people. There's so many resources on the website, so many recipes on the website. Uh, so check all that out online. Now, Lodge has some really cool charcoal fueled grills um, for grilling outside. What's your favorite one there that you would recommend for a camp kitchen, for cooking at the campground, for burgers, dogs, steaks, whatever it might be? I love it. Um, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we've got two really awesome hibachi style grills, but um, I would definitely go with our kickoff grill. Um, our kickoff grill is two solid pieces of iron, so there's a little less for you to keep up with. Um, it's super simple to use. Um, you know, uh, you're basically, you've got a base that you put lit charcoal and you can light the charcoal on it as well, uh, or use a chimney starter. Um, but you, uh, then there's a grill grate that goes over the top of high sidewalls. Um, and there's the, the grill grate basically is the lid, uh, if that makes sense. Um, and we built it with cross-directional draft. So there's four draft holes on the unit and you turn that using our hook and carry handles, which are just amazing uh, little little tools around the campsite and they come with it. Um, but I use them for everything um, around my campfire. Um, but uh, you just dial the heat in so you can turn the draft, you can open the, the draft vents up and have more heat or you can turn it down, you know, and, and make it a little bit, uh, a little cooler. So I love that piece. It's, it's simple to use. Um, and it's, it's also, uh, it, uh, it, it's easy for leave no trace camping because um, it, you know, it's all it's all compact and and it's in one uh, one spot. And it's it, yeah, it's not it's not too big. This would be fairly easy to store in the front storage bin of an RV or the back of the pickup truck. This is not a gigantic grill by any stretch of the imagination, right? Yeah, I think uh, the base of it is probably like fourteen inches. If I'm, I could be wrong. Uh, and the I think the cooking surface is about 12, 11 or twelve inches across the top. So um, it's got some heft. Uh, it is cast iron. But um, but I, I, another thing that I like about it is um, you can store things inside it. So you can store your uh, chimney starter, uh, your your charcoal starters, or what what have you. So, I like right, and you guys are you Lodge has provided a great coupon code here that I'm going to mention three times throughout this podcast. So anyone listening, if you want to grab one of these pieces. The coupon code is Lodge RV Atlas 23, and that's for $10 off a $50 or more purchase. That is a really nice coupon code. I might be using that one myself. Um, what else do you have? You have an accessory here, too, that seems like that, that you really love and use a lot. Yeah, so we've been talking a lot about cooking, um, and you know that's the fun part. But the cleanup is uh, is oftentimes not the fun part. Um, we have uh, a lot of really awesome cleaning accessories. Uh, come out with over the, over the years. And I really do. I really appreciate each and every one of them. Um, fairly recently, we launched um, the Everyday Scrub Cloth, um, and it is an epic piece. Um, it, it's basically just a, a small cloth. It's made, uh, it's like 90 some percent cotton. Um, it's, got a, it's got a coating on it that's a water-based coating. Um, but what I like about it is, I mean, I, I now I clean everything in my house with it. Um, it's got enough grip on it that it that you know it effortlessly cleans my cast iron skillet but it's also non-abrasive enough that i can use it on my enamel cookware if i want to um i took one of those uh, home to test uh say 
a little over a year ago, my wife fell in love with it. Um, and you know, I do, I do a lot of the, the, the cleaning of the cast iron, um, in my, in my household, but like, I, I couldn't say better things about it. Uh, last night she made, uh, she made, um, what did she make? Um, meatloaf and, uh, mini cake pans. Right. So we make, you know, their little portion sizes. We've got kids, they like it. Um, but, uh, sometimes, you know, the stuck on bits are, are difficult to clean in that, that, that little, uh, scrub cloth is amazing to get in all the nooks and crannies and then around the campsite, um, you know, paper towels and other cleaning accessories, uh, they take up space. This is something that, you know, with a little bit of hot water, um, and the scrub cloth, you know, you clean everything in your camp kitchen, you know, for, and then you, for you can get more aggressive with your little lodge scrapers, man. And those things I have, I use those things for everything. Like I keep them in my house kitchen. I keep them in my RV. I have them in my garage. I use them to clean non-cooking messes, believe it or not. I, a thousand percent with you. Uh, the, the scraper was my favorite cleaning tool until the scrub cloth came out. So I'm absolutely with you. I'm passionate about the scraper. Um, the, the scrub cloth is, is amazing too. We got to get you some. Um, you'll love it. I, you know, and I find that, look, obviously, particularly if you're cooking over a campfire, things are messy at the end. But what I love about cast iron is, is that you put a little effort into it and it looks brand new again after a few minutes, right? I mean, you're, yeah. you're not going to hurt cast iron cooking over a campfire with charcoal. Like the first time you do it, you might be like, oh my gosh, I ruined my skillet. But you did not. You just you did not. No, uh, I like to say that cast iron is the most forgiving relationship you're ever going to have. Um, it, it will it will seriously take some neglect um, and uh, and it doesn't take much. And like like you said earlier, um, our website is full of information. So if you uh, if you feel like you've you've gone too far, you need some help. Um, you know we've got uh, we've got amazing customer service care people that, that can help you. Um, you can you can you know ask us questions on any of the social channels. Um, but also our website is just chock full of videos and information um, to help you keep that cast iron looking tip top. All right, I love it. We're going to come back in a second. We're just going to give an overview of six amazing recipes for fall camping. We will link to those recipes in the show notes at thervatlas.com if you want to follow them precisely and try them yourselves. But before we do that, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Camco. Camco is one of our favorite companies in the outdoor recreation industry. For more than 50 years, they have remained a trusted North Carolina-based manufacturer specializing in innovative products for the RV, marine, outdoor living, and outdoor recreation markets. You may know them best by their American-made Rhino sewer hoses, Taste Pure water filters, EvoFlex drinking water hoses, and TST toilet chemicals. But their lineup of products doesn't end there. Camco continues to deliver products that bridge the gap between you and your next great adventure. From portable grills and campfires to ease-lift hitches and power grip electrical adapters, they seem to be doing it all. There's a saying that if you own an RV, you are sure to own a Camco product or two. And it's true. We still use Camco products that we bought 12 years ago when we started RVing. This year, we are stocking up our new RV with go-to Camco products like their collapsible laundry basket and their life is better at the campsite dishes and mugs. Head to CampcoOutdoors.com to check out all of the cool stuff that Camco makes and get 10% off your entire order with our discount code RVATLAS10. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here with Chef Chris from Lodge Cast Iron. 
And now we are going to talk about six of his favorite recipes for fall camping. And you can make them any time of year, okay? But I think that they would be particularly tasty on a fall camping trip. We're going to link to these recipes because um, they all live on Lodge Cast Iron's website, along with many, many other recipes. But if you go to the RVAtlas.com, in the show notes, we will have the links to these recipes. Also reminding everybody that Lodge has provided a really great coupon code. It's Lodge RV Atlas 23, and you're going to get 10% off a $50 or more purchase. I believe that is good till about December 31st. Use that coupon code for some holiday shopping, everybody. All right, Chris, are you ready to share six of your favorite recipes? I am. Let me say one thing about that coupon code. I think it's $10 off of $50. Oh, what did I say? 10%. Oh, okay. That's Well, that's even better because $10 off a $50 purchase is 20%. Now, I I taught English, not math, (laughs) but that's twice as good. So thank you for correcting me. Um, Yeah, $10 off a $50 purchase. So let's dive into these recipes. Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, one that, st- that stands out in my mind, um, we did a grilled smashed potatoes with a bacon vinaigrette. Um, and when you ask the folks around here, like things that, you know, we, we cook a lot um, and we have a lot of fun with our, uh, with our content team. Um, and uh, if you ask something that had staying power in their minds, that, that recipe, um, is, is unbelievable. Um, it's pretty simple. Um, you know, you're just going to boil your potatoes, um, and then you're going to make bacon on a griddle, smash the potatoes into that bacon grease, um, get those nice and crispy. Um, and then we make a bacon vinaigrette and, uh, you know, do that in a, uh, in a Mason jar, shake that up. Um, it's super simple, but I mean, it is, it is amazing. You should check it out. Look at the pictures. Um, uh, the pictures, it, it, the picture looks great. Uh, it tastes 10 times better than the picture. And, and I love the picture. Talking fall comfort food, man. Yeah. You, you have yeah, yeah. bacon, first right? of all. That sounds and, you so know, good. We have a, we have a uh, little hamburger press that we use for it. But if you don't have one of those, you have a cast iron skillet. Um, you know, take a cast iron skillet and press it into your griddle. Um, and uh, just as, just as well. Right. We are big seafood fans here at the RV Atlas. I don't know if I've ever said that in 800 episodes of podcasting, but we love seafood. All my kids love seafood. So talk to me about citrus shrimp tacos. Um, that's a fun one um, that we did for our recipe of the month series, which is something that we've been doing um, uh, for the last, uh, I guess, eight months or so, seven or eight months. Um, but um, basically, um, it's we use a uh, our sizzling citrus sear blend, um, which I think we're going to talk about in a little bit, but um, it, it's super simple. It's something that you can absolutely do at the campsite. Um, you know, you can uh, throw your shrimp with the sizzling citrus. I also use mayonnaise, um, uh, just a little bit of mayonnaise, and that helps coat the shrimp. Um, you can use oil if you want. Um, it just adds a little bit more to the recipe. But you can throw that in uh, in a Ziploc bag, your sealable bag, uh, and, and toss it in your uh, in your cooler. And uh, the, the avocado aioli comes together super quickly. Um, it's, uh, it, it's got a vibrant color, great flavor. Um, but, you know, uh, we double thread the shrimp around here so that the shrimp aren't spinning around our skewer. Um, so that's, uh, that's, that's one, of the, one of the tips in that recipe. But, you know, it comes together in, you know, two to three minutes per side. And everybody just is blown away at, uh, you know, at the flavor in there. So I'm getting really hungry and I wish that we were hanging out together after this episode and cooking, but we are not. 
Um, so tell me about stovetop biscuits and gravy, more comfort food for fall camping. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, all of these are, are fantastic. Um, the stovetop biscuits and gravy is another thing um, that we did. Uh, I've developed that uh, recipe last year. Uh, I wanted something that, um, that, you know, you were going to be able to do at the campsite, but also feel like, you know, uh, you know, you, you've got a showstopper, uh, you know, you're the, the food that you're making is, is super delicious. Um, it's a simple biscuit recipe. Um, but what we do differently in that is we treat it kind of like an English muffin. So an English muffin griddle. Um, so we're, as we're building the gravy in another skillet, um, you know, we've made our biscuits, we cut them out with a mason jar lid. Um, and then we're just flipping those, uh, those biscuits every two minutes, getting a great color on them, cooking them through. And then you've got stovetop biscuits and gravy, which, uh, uh, is hearty and delicious. And people are just can't believe that they're eating biscuits and gravy from a skillet. And you know what? I keep saying fall camping. I'm also thinking like game day, you know, like at home or game day at the campground for an RV owner. You know, a lot of people do that, actually. Like all these, I think, would impress your friends on game day oh, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. You want the you want the hey, man, check this out factor? Make any of these. All right. So let's go on and let's talk about a great um, recipe with chicken. Yeah, we've got a beer braised chicken with potatoes and carrots. Um, this is uh, made in our combo cooker. Um, so we're going to sear those, uh, chicken thighs. I like to use chicken thighs. Uh, it's in my, my opinion, the chicken thighs, the best part of the chicken, really hard to mess up. Um, got super flavorful. Um, but you're going to sear those off. Um, you're going to build your carrots and potatoes. Um, you know, we'll, we're going to start by rendering bacon in the, in the base of the combo cooker. Um, you'll take the bacon out. We'll cook the rest of the veg in that baking grease, um, get those nice and crispy. And we're gonna set that chicken right back on top with some honey, and some, uh, some mustard, uh, a couple other things, and then we dump a can of beer into it. Um, so, uh, you know, if you wanna take a few sips of it, that's okay. Uh, we're not gonna- We won't uh, the can. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's another one that I really like cause you know, it, it comes together um, and it's it's fairly effortless. You know, I think uh, after you're, you're, you're chopping a veg, you pretty much, just hanging out with beer. So that's the kind of I, cooking I like to do. I want to combine the beer braised chicken with potatoes and carrots with the grilled smashed potatoes with warm bacon vinaigrette. Like, okay, that's all I need. I'm coming to your house. Day. Yeah. No, or I'm your coming to your house. I'm <laughs> yeah, to your let's house. go. Let's that's, go. I, that, I, that's the only meal I would eat that day, I think. Oh my gosh. Okay. And the, le yeah. and the leftovers would be great too. And I have staying power. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The um, the next recipe, I believe, is Lodge Cast Iron's most popular recipe of all time. So tell us about that one. I think you guys would be excited to know that Lodge Cast Iron's most popular recipe of all time is a camping recipe. Um, so it uh, we we you know are able to track metrics on recipes and have been able to do that for quite some time. Um, and and it 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 I don't think it's ever going to come out of the top spot. Um, it's simple. Um, that, that is made, um, in a, in a camp Dutch oven. Um, I think it's a, uh, 14 inch camp Dutch oven. I could be wrong. Um, but, um, that it's, um, it's frozen, uh, hash browns, um, cheese, um, we've got, uh, oh, come on. Uh, sausage is there sausage. sausage yeah. There? Sausage and eggs. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, it's super simple. Again, um, it's really easy to do at the campsite. Um, and actually, um, we have the Lodge Museum, which I'm sitting in part of currently, 
Uh, and if you come down to the Lodge Museum, we have different uh, kiosks with pieces of cookware. Um, and there is a Camp Dutch oven um, at, for one and you touch the cookware and the screen pops up. And there I am. And I will cook you uh, the the mountain man breakfast. So, oh, like you'll walk definitely. through, I guess, step by step. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So we've got that for uh, for lots of uh, of different um, uh, techniques in our in our museum. So, it seems like breakfast is the most popular camping meal. I can't put my finger on why that is. I don't have some deep insight into why that is. Um, I just think that a lot of people that grew up camping associate the, the big breakfasts as, as part of the camping experience. So I'm not surprised that that's your most popular recipe. And I'm also not surprised that it's um, like a camping or outdoor centric recipe because cooking in the great outdoors is just in the company DNA, right? I mean, it is in the company's heritage and, and history right from the beginning, you know, and, and that is one of the beautiful things about uh, cast iron, about a cast iron skillet or whatever piece it is, is Use it on the stovetop at home, throw it in the RV or, or with your tent camping gear and take it camping. You know, you can't say that about every piece that you have, you know, in the kitchen. Yep. A lot of those things, Stephanie's like, no, we're not taking that camping. But the um, the cast iron is so versatile. So we we have one more and then like I, I want to eat lunch, but it's not lunchtime yet. So tell us, oh my gosh, tell us about campfire chili and verde. Um, so the chili verde is uh, another just amazing dish. Um, this is another one that's made in a Camp Dutch oven, um, and I couldn't say better things about it. I love the tomatillos uh, and the chili. Um, the it's a pork loin dish. I also think like you know I'm used to having chili at the campfire, but chili verde is not something that I'm used to. So I really like it when you can pull flavors in that are unexpected. Um, for folks, um, you know, it definitely has the the neighbors in the campground next to you, like you know, they're walking over trying to figure out what you're doing. Um, also, you know that that it's made in a 14 inch deep camp oven, so that thing feeds a crowd. So you'll you'll be able to feed everybody around you. I'm a huge chili fan. I love chili. This recipe sounds great, but the whole time you're talking, I'm thinking about cornbread. Okay, because that's just where my mind goes when I hear the word chili. I will, and when we come back at the end of the show, we'll talk a little bit about cornbread. Um, do you have a personal favorite out of those six recipes? I, I'm putting you on the spot. No, no, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I think that it would be tough, but the smashed potatoes, um, are something that I think about often, probably more often than I should. Um, so, uh, yeah, come on down. We should make those together. Um, they're, they're, they're fantastic. I'd love another excuse to make it at work. I love it, man. So, okay. Reminding everybody that we have a coupon code. It's Lodge RV Atlas 23, which is $10 off of a $50 or more purchase, which is twice as much as 10% off. You guys also have a lot of great free resources. One is this Camp Dutch Oven 101 free digital cookbook. I will link to that in the show notes at the RV Atlas. There will also be pictures of these recipes and then links to Lodge's website with the actual recipe. So, if you want to try one of these, we will get you there. Head over to the RVAtlas.com. We're going to come back in a second and wrap up the show, but talk about some cool new products that Lodge has released very recently, and then also just get an overview of the Lodge Museum, which sounds really, really awesome. But before we do that, we have a sponsored message from our friends at RV SnapPad. Meet the world's only permanent jack pad. RV snap pads attach permanently to your RV leveling jack so you don't have to carry around blocks of wood or plastic blocks to level your towable or motorized RV. 
Simply snap them on one at a time and you're all set. RV snap pads go on in seconds and provide a lifetime of stability on the road. They are built for wanderers, adventurers, and vacationers just like you. SnapPad also now makes non-permanent leveling accessories for plastic levelers and buckets. They make everything you need to have the best leveling experience possible in your RV. We added RV snap pads to our travel trailer two years ago and love their durability, design, and functionality. They also make setting up and breaking down camp faster and easier. Finally, SnapPad recently collaborated with Camco Manufacturing to release the most durable, rugged, and stable scissor jack stabilizer available today. Head over to rvsnappad.com and use their Submit Your Rig tool to answer a few quick questions, and they will find you the perfect set of snap pads for your towable or motorized RV. Join the RV SnapPad revolution today. To find out more, visit rvsnappad.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here with Chef Chris from Lodge Cast Iron. In segment one, he helped us with some ideas for building a beginner camp kitchen with Lodge Cast Iron and really going beyond beginner, but building a great camp kitchen with Lodge Cast Iron pieces. Then we just talked about um, six awesome recipes for fall camping in segment two. Everybody listening is probably very hungry right now. And now a quick final segment. Uh, Chris, walk us through some of the cool new products that have come out recently at Lodge. And, and truly, truly, one of the things I love about the company is you are not resting on your laurels. If you go to the Lodge Cast Iron website, there is a lot more to look at and to purchase than 10 and 12 inch skillets and Dutch ovens. There is a complete array of cookware. And so there's some exciting new stuff out. What do you guys got going? Yeah. So, you know, we've been making cast iron cookware, heirloom quality cast iron cookware for 125 plus years. Um, so we've been on your table since 1896. Um, we launched some food brand, uh, some food products. Uh, so time for us to get in your tummy. Um, the uh, uh, we, we launched four sear blends. Um, so these sear blends are um, seasoning blends that we developed um, and we did. A, we had a little bit different tweak on them. Um, as we were developing them, we wanted to make sure that each of the blends um, held up nicely um, and, and it seasoned your food and didn't stick to your skillet. So we were very intentional in how those blends were developed um, and crafted and to make sure that, you know, that you're seasoning your, your food and not your skillet. So we use, our, uh, we use oil to season our skillets, um, not, not our seasoning. We don't want that to stick. So. Is that as simple as like less sugar in the seasoning blends or, I mean, I, you're, you're so right. I can think of some of my favorite seasonings and they, they just stick horribly to a mm -hmm. skillet. Uh, what's yeah. the science there? So, yeah, um, well, we were really intentional with what we put into it. So yes, we were cognizant about the amount of sugar or the type of sugar. So we used coconut sugar when we used sugar and that has a higher smoke point. Um, we're also very you know intentional about the amount that went into it because a lot of times, um, you know, you look back of the bottle and it's basically salt and sugar and then it's got other things um we we're also uh you know cognizant of the part particulate in there the granular sizes of everything um so you know we, we see that if it gets too big it wants to pull onto the skillet more um but if you're also too small then you know you, you don't feel like you're getting adequate coverage um you know so we were just very intentional when it came to to all that in development so so it's tell us exciting. what the yeah, I'm excited to try all of them. Tell us what the four sear blends are. 
So, uh, yeah, we've got four. We've got uh, something for everybody. Um, we have the fireside garlic and herb. Um, that is going to be garlicky, herbal, you know, fresh. Um, that, that's something that, uh, you know, you sprinkle on your eggs, um, put it on your uh, on your uh, vegetables, you know, before you roast them. Uh, but it's also going to be fantastic. Chicken, fish, things like that. We've got a, for the folks that like it a little bit more, a little more heat, we have our Southwest Kick. Um, that's going to be, um, peppery cumin, a uh, little bit of lime in there too. Right. Um, so that's going to be on the spicier side. Taco night, my friend, would that taco night? Yeah, choice? absolutely. We've got a recipe on our website for that where we did double, uh, double chopped pork chops. Um, and, uh, we made kicking skillet corn. So that's, uh, that's, that's a really fun one that we did on the grill. Um, so uh, we've got a Tennessee smoke. That's going to be our all-purpose seasoning. Um, that's going to be for your burgers. Or, um, I mean, honestly, I made hot wings the other weekend, um, and I used it as a dry rub for my wings. It was fantastic. But, like it's going to have uh, that, like a little bit more of the hickory smoke, peppery, and garlic. A little more of your all-purpose seasoning. And then the piece de resistance, um, the sizzling citrus, uh, is my favorite. Um, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Our uh, our citrus tacos. Uh, the shrimp tacos, but that's going to be orangey, lime, cilantro, um, garlic, um, I think mojo seasoning, right? Like if you will. Um, so, but very citrusy, very bright. Um, we've done, uh, we talked about the tacos, um, skirt steak out of this world. Um, so, you know, you guys, you know, the, the, the world is your, uh, you know, is your oyster. Um, and I encourage you guys to use them all. My favorite, sizzling citrus. Sizzling citrus for, for like the skirt steak. My mind mm-hmm. goes to street tacos. Does, oh, absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. My gosh. Yeah. Okay. Um, street tacos. Um, yeah. Just you know, I it's it's great on fish. You said you guys are are seafood fans. Um, you know, excellent on fish, pork. Um, you know, and the skirt steak is, is out of this world. So. I love it. I love. It. I'm so excited to try these. Now, talk to me about four different cornbread mixes also new to the lodge lineup yeah we launched cornbread in april um of of this year and uh and it has been amazing um i think i got to send you some um so i think you may have gotten to try some out we tried one of the four because i just got them very recently we i believe it's the sweet honey is that what that one's called the one with honey Uh, sweet yeah sweet as honey sweet as honey okay with stephanie's chili and it it was all gone in like five minutes, man. It was really, really good. I love it. Um, so we are very particular about uh, about cornbread, you know, here in uh, in South Pittsburgh. Um, we developed four different flavors. Um, we have our more traditional Southern cornbread, which is not sweet. Um, it's you know buttermilk and butter forward. That's our true Southern cornbread. So that's like you know if I were going to make you cornbread before we had Lodge, like Lodge came out with the cornbread mix and. That, that's going to be more like what I make at home. Um, so on the not sweet side, I like to put honey or sorghum jam, you know, something on uh, on my cornbread if I'm going to do it that way. But um, but I absolutely appreciate um, sweet cornbread. So we have that and we have an iteration of that, which is our jalapeno. Um, the, that's got really bright jalapeno notes. So you can taste the, the jalapeno um, and it's uh, it's not overly spicy, um, but you can you can definitely feel it. So on the sweeter side, you've tried the sweetest honey, and then we have a traditional sweet. Those are more, um, uh, obviously, on on the sweeter side. We spent a year developing 
those recipes um, and had a lot of fun with it. So uh, the fact that you got to try it and you liked it, uh, it just like, makes, makes my heart uh, five times well, larger. You, well, you can't, like, it's lodge cast iron here. Like, you guys can't mess around. Like, you can't come out with, like, a bad cornbread mix, right? Like, there, there's over 100 years of history here. Was, was there, like, some pressure on you guys? And, and, oh. and you said kind of quiet, and you said, like, you know, you were very particular about cornbread here in, the, in South Pittsburgh, right, which is Tennessee. Yes. Uh, I think that was probably an understatement. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, a coworker of mine and I probably made, uh, you know, I, I'd say between the two of us, a thousand pans of cornbread um, over, you know, uh, we we developed it with a partner in Kansas City that's been doing food forever. Um, we flew back and forth, um, you know, trying cornbread. We did sensory tests all over the country, um, you know, to make sure that that what we were doing, you know, we we're going to put our best foot forward. We weren't going to come out with something that we didn't want to put our name on. Um, and, and I mean, it, it's as good as grandma makes, uh, you know, and, and I, I, I stand behind it. It's, they're fantastic. Each one of them. And you suffered through this process. I mean, tasting oh, it was, all this horrible. Well, was us, you know, it was bad. So we, you know, we had a great time. Uh, and what, and sure. where, like, obviously you can get these new products on uh, Lodge Cast Iron's website, but anywhere else where somebody can go out and, and look for these and grab them. Yeah, right now I think we've got pickup in hardware stores. So Shields, Murdoch's, Ace Hardware. Um, you can also find them on LodgeCastIron.com. Um, and we have, you know, you, if you like sweet, then, you know, you can get those. But we also have variety packs that you can get. You want to try them all. We have that for the, uh, for the uh, sear blends as well. I think these would make a cool gift too. Uh, you know, the holidays are not exactly right around the corner, but they will be soon. And with that $10 off a $50 or more purchase, you could be gifting some of these. Now, talk, give us an overview of the Lodge Museum of Cast Iron. I think that this has become very popular among RV owners uh, passing through, and um, I'm really excited to get there myself at some point. So just, just tell us a little bit about the Lodge Museum of Cast Iron. Um, well, most importantly, we have RV spaces. So come on down. Um, uh, I... I absolutely encourage you guys to come see it um you know, everything that i say about it isn't going to do it justice but um I'll, I'll try um it's a museum that we opened in october of last year so we're coming up on a year or of october yeah of last year so we're coming up on a year um and it walks you through the foundry process um it is amazing we've got a giant skillet wall that it has castings that you know uh that, that are old new discontinued and everything in between um, it's like a, an awesome selfie spot, um, but it, it walks you through the process. So the, how it's made, um, we have uh, a magnet that you can drive that is kind of like the claw game, like on a massive scale, um, that it's very similar to how we put the recipe together for making cast iron skillets um, in the foundry. So you can pick up the metal, uh, the pig iron, the scrap steel, the, you know, the returns, um, and, and, and it starts you from that point and works you all the way through the manufacturing process to pack. So the molding and how that's done, um, you know, and, and like I said, everything is very interactive. There's lots of things that you can touch and, uh, and screens that, that show you how we grind things. Um, and uh, there's also a, uh, there's a seasoning track that goes around the, uh, the museum is exactly the way that we do it in the foundry. Um, and I like to tell people that if they get lost, just look up and follow the skillets and they'll take you out. 
Um, but that's not all. Um, you know, we've got a, a section of the museum that is the heritage of history. It talks about the Lodge family and Joseph Lodge, who started the company in 1896. Um, Joseph Lodge was a world traveler. We have his passport, which is amazing. Somebody found it in an old desk at some point. Um, and the passport's so old that you they had to describe him because they didn't have a picture. So it tells you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. His face was full. You know, his uh, eyes were gray or, you know, whatever. Um, so I, I love that aspect. Um, but it also takes you through how the generations of Lodge family had, uh, you know, leaned into manufacturing capabilities and technology at the time to to make it what it is today. So from hand pour all the way through automation um, and everything in between. That's that's another amazing part um and there's there's a whole lot more um there is a uh, there's a section for cast iron food and culture um that is the whole back wall of our museum um and this is a this is a fairly large facility um and it celebrates southern um cooking techniques and cuisines um you can build a, a cookbook that's uh, tailored to you so you can pick the styling and you know uh, and write little messages in it and email those to yourself. Um, we also have those kiosks that we talked about that are throughout the museum that teach you different techniques. Um, and they're not sales pitches. Like we're not, I'm not pitching you on how to buy a Camp Dutch oven. We're, we're walking you through grilling. We walk you through braising, walk you through um, roasting, um, you know, Dutch oven cooking, frying. Um, and they're, they're all done by um, really well-known chefs and me i do i have one of them but they're all you know uh like either uh you know culinary institute of america graduates with honors cooked for the grammys uh, you know and they're all just experts in their own right um and the anchor for the whole museum is we have the world's largest cast iron skillet so um the world's largest cast iron skillet about fourteen thousand three hundred some pounds um, it's 18 feet from handle to handle, 12 feet across, um, and it is the world's largest cast iron skillet, and it's amazing. So, and this is the only place in the world you're going to see it. I want to go so badly, and, and as you're talking, I'm just thinking that cast iron's for everybody. You know, it's for the backyard cook, it's for the camper, it's for the home chef, it's for the culinary fanatic, uh, it's it's for all of us. And I've been married 25 years, and the the first piece I remember that we owned, I mean, the, the absolute foundation of our family kitchen was Stephanie's 10.25 inch skillet, which we still have. And it, and it looks like it did then. It looks better, actually, right? I mean, these things improve with age. Um, so love everything about this. What's your favorite? My last question for you, Chris, what's your favorite thing about working at Lodge? Um, I get that question a lot, and I, I have to say the people. Um, the people are passionate about what they do. They're incredibly talented, um, and, you know, we all are – we just work really well together. Um, you know, we get to celebrate cast iron every day, and we have a lot of fun. Awesome way to end the show. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, reminding everyone to go to lodgecastiron.com. The coupon code is LodgeRVAtlas23, which will get you $10 off a $50 or more purchase. The show notes on the RVAtlas.com will take you to all the recipes we discussed, and they'll also take you to all the products we discussed if you're starting your own camp kitchen or you want to add to it. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the RV Atlas. Let's not wait four years to do it again. Come on out and see us. I would love to. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. 
thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the RV Atlas. To find out more about the topics discussed on this show, head on over to the RVAtlas.com. And to join the friendliest group of RVers, head on over to the RV Atlas group on Facebook and make sure to join us on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram at the RV Atlas. If you enjoy our show, please consider leaving us a review over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And we will see you at the campground. See you at the campground.